This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. Six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On Ray Row. I'd like to start off tonight by saying good evening to Michael. Bring us a delightful pickle or two. Mm, I don't like pickles. What about deviled eggs? Don't like them. I abhor them. What about grits? Nope. How about fried chicken? I like fried chicken. And good evening to Michael. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh. Whoa, 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 whoa. And good evening to Don. Hey, Woody, dance for me. And good evening to myself. I'm looking at the ball right now. By the way, ENN tonight is presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back. back. Now, how are you guys feeling today? Are you feeling more we start with Jones, or are you feeling more we start with Rodgers? Probably Rodgers. Yeah, why not? Rodgers, watch. I think it's either going to be Green Bay or the Jets for Rodgers. We all have certain coaches that have meant a lot to us over the years, and obviously Nathaniel's one of those guys. I have no problem with Ian Rappaport, Schefter. I think they're really good at their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know shit. They really don't. 18 years, man. That's always going to be home. Black well, a couple weeks ago, Aaron Rodgers emerged from his hole. And now he's visiting with none other than Woody Johnson and the Nye Jets. A Jets contingent has, a land, right. has landed in California to spend some time with A-Rodge and reportedly to get something oh. done. So you're saying the Nye met with the Nas. That's right. The Nye and the Nas. <laughs> the Wood and the Raj. Joe D and A-Rodge. Everyone uh, talking today about what the future is with Aaron Rodgers. Could he be a New York Jet? We had uh, Packer beat reporter Rob Domofsky on the program earlier and asked, is anyone else in on Rodgers right now really beyond the Jets? I don't think so. I think the Raiders were one, obviously, that you know people connected to, but I, I was told last week at the Combine that they were not interested. So when I was told, the Raiders were not, and I don't even know if they were ever re- really even in. Wow. I have heard Carolina... But I'm not so sure Rodgers would look at that as a situation where he could go and win right away. Certainly not with that roster. You know, and then I don't know about teams like Indianapolis. And, and, and going back to Carolina real quick, I'm not so sure the Packers would even be willing to trade him to an NFC team. Which is, which is they're bad. Uh, they're not winning a Super Bowl anyway in the yeah. first year of Jordan Love. So open yourself up to 31 teams possibly bidding. Why would you, why would you keep it to 16? Which which tells you that they believe he's got more than one year left. Potentially. Yeah, because if be you're that. telling me it's just one and done, I, I don't think the Packers are going to be able to put it together with love this year. Now, a second year, that's a different story. So it sounds like the Packers believe that he'll play more than one season, so that could be even better news for the Jets. But if you could get a better offer, a better package from a team in the NFC than the AFC, you're telling me you'd rather have less for your team 
just to keep the guy out of the conference? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't get it. Michael and I talked about it for years. Like, the Mets and Yankees won't make a deal. That's even dumber because they're yeah. not even in the same league. No that, no, that one's actually straight up just, like, ego. It's well, but, moronic. But, 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 see, but you can almost understand that. Because if you trade somebody, if you're the Mets and you trade somebody to the Yankees, and that, that somebody does great, that's going to be in your face every single day oh. in the newspapers. But if you trade Rodgers to another NFC team, it's not going to be in your face in Green Bay. It's just not. No, but, but, but people will still point out whether it's a misfire or not. Point no is, matter what. Do whatever you think is best for your team. You don't make deals like what's going to be easier to fail at. What what's going to get us the best package for our quarterback? Well, and that's all that. That's what the Packers should sell right. the fans. Even if even if Rodgers wins the Super Bowl with whatever team he goes to, he didn't want to play here. I don't get it. I really don't. Unless they unless that NFC team, Michael, is San Francisco. But still, they're not good enough to to, to, uh, no, but, to compete with San Francisco. No, but what I'm saying is is that then they're just sticking it to Aaron. Like I don't want you to go home and win a championship. Well, that, I appreciate that. You know, but still, that's still cutting off your nose despite your face. It might make you feel good, but if their package is better than everybody else's, you're hurting your team in the long run. And it's hard for their package to be better than anybody else because they've traded away all their draft and, capital. And I, I don't know who leaked this, but why is it even out? I'd be what? telling everybody, I'll I'll trade them to the NFC. Let all those teams think they got a shot. It'll just build up my leverage. But the Jets go will fly, you know, land in California. Knowing who am I competing against? The Raiders, maybe Tennessee if they want to get rid of Tannehill. What maybe Baltimore if they lose if Lamar Jackson? But none of that stuff seems to be on the table now. But if you threw the Panthers in the conversation, the Bucks in the conversation, the Niners, then all of a sudden the Packers' leverage looks pretty good, doesn't it? Anthony, get Brian uh, Gutekunst on the air with us, okay? Yeah, I, I'd appreciate that, too. I think you get sure. that, done. Yeah, we can make it happen. Just to straighten out the name. No, that's his name. No, I want to straighten it out. Dable, oh. Dable, like a table? You want to ask Gutekunst right to his face what the deal is. Like, how married are you to it? Keep going. What do you mean? I don't know. I just, I think there's a lot of times where he might lose face-offs because nobody wants to, you know, deal with the name wow so no the jets probably won't trade with him because of his name i'm just talking about in life in general like you might be next up at the dmv but the person doesn't want to mess the name up so they go with miller instead and you got to wait five more minutes i'm just thinking about him and his life moving forward i think he's doing okay he's a gm in the nfl i get it um so then that'll be the answer. I'm just, I, I'm just inquisitive, that's all. If we got Brian Gutekunst on the air and you took up a minute and a half of our time asking about his last name, it would be problematic. It might be time for you to go. No, what? You, I you. disagree. I mean, if it took a minute and a half, nothing should take a minute and a half. No, but if the answer well, is Don's question about Super Dave did. What are you talking about? No, no. question to J.B. Smooth. Time that, it. Took a, that took a minute and a half. Well, of him answering a really good question. It was the best question of the interview. Right up against the clock, though. Didn't care. Nah, you know sure. what? Because good radio is good radio. It went, what, did it go a minute over? minute and a half Tell me that over. wasn't the best question. And I don't like no, playing that game. No, it wasn't the best question. That was interesting. Like, I care what he thinks about the Knicks. He's talking about, I'd sign Aaron Rodgers for a year. All right, that you'd make a great general manager, JB. But, you know, give me some information on Super, uh, Super Dave. Now we're talking. Now we have him on for a reason. 
Don't criticize my – I saved the interview. <laughs> With absolutely no regard for the clock. So you, uh, hey, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Hey, I saved a drowning interview. And you're complaining about how long it took me to save him? It wasn't a drowning interview. Dead. Anything, JB it was dead didn't. in the water. I saved it. I sent up a flare. We got saved. Peter, you want to, You have a comment on No, come on, on. Say something, Peter. Show some guts. Even whether it's against me or for me, show it. Show me something. Well, I, I can't show you guts. The fact of the matter is, it was, uh, I thought, an interesting question. Did it, sit, quote, save the interview? Yeah, no question. <laughs> You asked a question, though. What do you mean, no question? You just asked a question. Was it the most compelling question of the interview? I saved the interview. Um, Anthony, Jacob, somebody. No, no. Yeah, I, no, you know what? Question I was about Cooper Manning. I don't need anybody. I I know. Yeah, it might have been your best question. I don't need somebody to tell me. I think the I Cooper believe. Manning interview was that. Well, that was the that was the question. second best question. Right, no, that was the best clock, question. Didn't and care. you know what? We could have lived off that question, but you didn't have a clock in front of you telling you the time was ticking down. Hey, so he said, "Let me it ask was about thirty-five Super Dave seconds Osborne, left on the Bob, clock." Bob Einstein, which most people don't even know. Well, then that's now they know. So we're educating as well as entertaining. That's. That's doing both, man. That's burning the candle at both ends, right? Yeah, that's you know what? That getting it done. Ends. No, you know it, well, it we, live in a, we live in a society of rules, Don. And every once in a while, when there's brilliance, you say, when, when an interview needs to be saved, I didn't well, need a bunch of go New but, York, but, go New York, go, the, the, and he'd give Rodgers a year. Thanks, JB. The Great stuff. The flip side of, of saving an interview is ending it right away. Hey, listen, the, be- the best interviews are the ones we don't do. That's how I feel. <laughs> right? We could have saved it by just not having anybody on. Well, you know, again, you're flying in the face of management. Management loves guests. Oh, oh my lo- God. If, if, they could, if they could book a, a, a guest for every segment of the show, right. can they, you imagine? They'd want a guest to forward this argument right now. Yeah, who could we get in to talk? Our- could you guys get, like, yeah. uh, former uh, boxing referee Tony Weeks? <laughs> Maybe he could come in. Uh, all right, let's 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 keep going with the Rodgers of it all. We had Dan Graziano, one of our many guests, on earlier, and asked him, "Is Aaron Rodgers definitely a Jet?" I stay way way clear of the word "definitely" when we talk about Aaron Rodgers and what's going to happen because that guy. There aren't many people in the world that know what's going on in his head at a given moment. Unless you can get McAfee on here to tell you about that, I'm not sure you're going to get much insight. So yeah, look, the Jets are putting a hard sell on. I think it's entirely possible they end up with him, but I've been cautioned multiple times today by sources I've been talking to, like, don't get ahead of yourself. There are still people who think he'll retire. There are still people who think he'll end up back in Green Bay. We haven't heard from him yet what he wants to do. Seems like he's going to have a real good look at the Jets organization, and they'll be have everybody there to answer any questions he has. So if they are part of the decision-making process for him, they'll have a lot of information to go on. I think we'll know something one way or another by the end of this week. If the Jets go out there and he says, you know, I, I think I'm going to retire, what a kick in the cubes. I like cubes. He would – what can they do? How could this not work out? How – if he he, got, he obviously wants to play, he's taking their call. So what is it – how bad could it be? He's like, you know what, I'm just going to retire. I, I don't want to join your team. Right, I mean that—that's the other side of the coin. I'm—I'm I'm literally laughing right now, Don, because one of our listeners, Anthony Perry, tweeted a picture earlier, and it says Aaron Rodgers 
meeting with Jets personnel. And it's a picture, Don, from Wayne's World 2 of Wayne and the Native American gentleman meeting with Jim Morrison in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> That's it. They're all they're, – they're, there, there is a. Is there a possibility? This is serious. You're gonna okay. laugh, Michael. Okay. I hope that they're all just. They're gonna. They're, they're gonna. They're gonna trip tonight. Oh, yeah, by the way, <laughs> they're gonna just take by a the bunch way, of money. You're trying to tell me there's no scenario in which Rogers like, listen, uh, I really, Woody, I really like to be a part of what you're doing there in New York, and for us to get there together and get on the same place, I'd like you to put on this little sheer cloth and. Uh, Stay in the room in my home tonight, yeah, and like, we're gonna do a, a very special, very special mushroom. Yeah, like the like the beetles in India. All the answers are right inside me. <laughs> That's right, and if, I want you to find what's inside me, Woody. But uh, it, that, it's be funny. Oh, that'd be so funny. Hey, Woody, dance for me. Oh, how how great would it just be in that room, Woody, Robert Sala, and Joe Douglas. All just taking mushrooms and by the way, sitting in the Joe desert would do it in a heart. Joe would do it in a heartbeat. I think you'd have to do it. Well, first of all, Joe would do it in a heartbeat, especially if he threw it on top of a delicious pizza. He's <laughs> taking that thing well, down. Well, you taking a right. shot at his weight? Oh, oh man. <laughs> Hold on. I love Joe Douglas, and I love pizza, so I'm allowed to say that. No, I don't think you are. It's an awful thing you said. For, that he would eat mushrooms off pizza? Yeah, Come on. Why, why? You made it out. If you, you could put anything on a pizza, Joe Douglas would digest it. That's what you're saying. No, no, no. But mushrooms are a legitimate pizza topping. But can you imagine a <laughs> press conference? you're talking about. Can you imagine if, if Woody Don came out and gave a presser on what happened, how to go with Honey Rogers, and he's just like, hey, you know, listen, we took a trip out to California. We tripped balls, and now he's our quarterback. <laughs> They would win fans. They would actually win fans. Oh, yeah. Like, people All would be the like, fish you know heads. Oh. Can you imagine how psyched uh, Bob Ushuzin would be week one next year? He'd be playing fish as the open. Bob! Becomes like a prerequisite at camp. You know, there's OTAs. There's LSD. Right. There's Ayahuasca Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now uh, the other big mushroom Monday. Like, come back. Oh, mushroom Monday. Just another mushroom oh, Monday. Please let this happen. Trippy Thursdays. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. All right, Ryan Clark on NFL Live talking about Daniel Jones' big four-year, $160 million deal with the Giants. They prioritized the quarterback. They wanted to make sure they got Daniel Jones' deal done. Now, you look at the deal, if it's four for 160 at its base, that's $40 million a year. That's a little bit above what I think Daniel Jones is worth, but if you believe that this is your guy going forward, if Daniel Jones and throwing 15 touchdowns, cutting down on the turnovers, getting you to the divisional round of the playoffs is exactly what you needed to see, then the New York Giants went out and did exactly what they felt they needed to do now keeping both of their young stars on the offense it's about how you build around Daniel Jones going forward you've now given him that second deal it's not one of those deals that totally blows your salary cap so can Daniel Jones take that next step and be worth the money that I think they're paying him over what he's earned up to this point that's the important part for the New York Giants you know who looks really smart right now 
Kansas mm. City Chiefs. They're paying Patrick Mahomes $5 million more per year than Daniel Jones. And everybody ripped them when they did that contract. Half a billion dollars for a player. Yeah, a great player. Yeah. Well, a transcendent well, player. Well, and also at this point, we have to like just realize that every time the, the, the money pendulum sort of swings and it goes further and further, it's always going to sound crazy when you hear that big contract. But a lot of times those contracts that sound so onerous and crazy at the beginning, they end up being some of the better deals. Because over time... I mean, listen, Rodgers is a way more ridiculous deal than Patrick Mahomes. Well, I'm sure that's what athletes first would say, is just wait in a couple of years when Trevor Lawrence signs a $60 million a year contract because the salary cap is going to explode. With the gambling money, new television contracts, listen, the, mon the money's going to go skyrocketing up. So is it possible that in year two or three of this contract, we'll look at Daniel Jones as a bargain? That would be their argument. Because the next contract's going to be way more than this. And then maybe Mahomes wants to renegotiate. And maybe they'll have to give him another deal. And, you know, who knows where this money is going to be. We could be sitting at the end of Daniel Jones's contract where quarterbacks are making $65, $70 million a year. That's probably their side of the argument. You know what I'm, I'm picturing right now, Peter? Hmm. They're in California. They come to an agreement. And then... I'm picturing the end of the 40-year-old virgin. And they're all dancing Let to the age of Aquarius. The sunshine. sunshine. Oh, that could happen. Let Woody in a white flowing robe. Shining. Paul the Rudd dancing. Shining. That's a great that's a great picture. Something between that and yellow submarine. <laughs> that's right, man. And the cartoon sex scene from Anchorman. Oh, yeah, They're flying on rainbows and unicorns and, dear oh, God. Man. Now, we asked Dan Graziano earlier. Sure Danny did. G. Did Saquon, who now has the $10 million franchise tag, overplay his hand with the Giants? Probably. The running back market is likely to be flooded with guys. And you know, he may be the best of the bunch, but it's a position nobody really wants to pay for. The Titans have Derrick Henry out on the market. You know, Ezekiel Elliott could get cut. You already have guys like Miles Sand. I mean, like, there's, there's just it really sort of a whatever sort of flavor running back you're looking for is kind of out there. So, to me, the Giants were offering 12, 12 and a half. And I'm Saquon. I would have taken that. Now it still may be that they get to a deal. Just being franchised doesn't keep you from negotiating a deal. And they have till July 15th. They could figure it out. But if he was looking for 15, 16, as some people have indicated, I, I don't see how that's out there for him. I don't either. I think he played his hand wrong. He did. I get it. He tried. I guess he was banking on a big second half. And he ended up closing out strong. He, he did. That, he had a lull for a few games in the beginning part of the did. second half of the season, then he picked it back up. But, man, you feel for him, though. Just We talked about it all day, but the, how, how, just how tough it is being running back. I mean, he's in what, guys? The top 5% of people in his position in the league? Easily. Easily. Maybe, maybe the top yeah. two or three in the whole league. Daniel Jones is absolutely middle of the pack, maybe into the lo lower third it's, of the NFL quarterbacks. He's making $40 million. Saquon will make ten. That's why I think he misread it in the sense of it's not really about your production, it's about your position. And you're not going to get big-time money. Yeah, McCaffrey was able to get it. 
But that's the lower percentage. The, the, the greater percentage is they're just going to franchise you. And then you're going to make just a shade under $10.1 million next year. And the team that signed McCaffrey couldn't trade him quick enough. Right. Because and, and, and the only reason San Francisco picked them up is because they thought they could win a Super Bowl. And they could have if they right. had you know kept their fourth quarterback healthy. Now, did his agent look and say there's a team out there that's going to give my client $16, $17 million a year if he becomes a free agent? But he's not going to become a free agent because now, because he's franchised, Michael, you'd have to give up two first-round picks for the right to negotiate that deal. That's not going to happen. I'll, I'll tell you what. If I'm the NFLPA and their collective bargaining agreement goes for like 10 more years, I don't know how they ever allowed the franchise tag because you don't truly have free agency. So the best players on your team don't truly have free agency. Well, there's no more neutered players association than the NFL because they've got way more to lose to sit out a season. They, they just It's not a threat. It's not a legitimate threat. They're not going to do it. So they get owned in all these negotiations, and they want the the ancillary stuff that they think they can get. They just they they're not willing to fight for all that stuff, Michael, because they can't sit out. Think they'd cancel a season like the NHL did? You think they'd cancel um, a Super Bowl the way that uh, baseball did with their World Series in '94? No. no the, most, the most they've ever done is held, they held out yeah. partially for three games. And and what happened during that scab period? Star players crossed the picket line in droves. Yep. Lawrence Taylor, um, Randy White. They all came because they didn't want to lose out on a paycheck because you, you're only you're not guaranteed anything in the NFL. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. What is anyone guaranteed in this world? You know what I mean? When the moon mm. is in the seventh house. And Jupiter aligns with Mars, and peace will guide the planet. All right, let's let's go. Let's and love will steer the stars. This is the song of the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. 98.5, the sports hub in Boston uh, last night at the end of the Aquarius. regulation between the Celtics and the Cavs. Pritchard all the way to the basket, lays it up, tipped up by Grant Williams. And did they call the foul? They yes. did. Yes. It's a foul with no time left. Grant with one for the lead. He stares, dribbles once, fires. He missed both, tipped up no at the buzzer. Not what you want. Lastly, Joe Mazzula, head coach for the Celtics, asked about his message to Grant Williams after the misses. No. Tell him I love him. It's part of the game. He didn't miss him on purpose. He's got to be able to move on from it. Well, if he missed him on purpose. I'm sorry? Three in a row. Three losses. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you, Michael. It is three in a row. By the way, if he he lost them on purpose, that would be problematic. I didn't realize that was on the table. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I'm upset that anyone's even worried about that. That'll do it for ENN. Wow. On this Tuesday evening, presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey, 888-24-LAW-24, D'Agostino, bite back. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon, starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.